Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. We have uh, one of the most amazing uh, journalists here in American modern history is Josh Bernstein. He's also representative for AMAC.US, the Association of Mature American Citizens, the conservative alternative to AARP, which I strongly belong to, as well as GOA, Gun Owners of America, which is a better alternative to the uh, <laughs> NRA. Um, there's some new details that are exploding here. The brother of the shooter uh, Stephen Paddock. I, by the way, I've changed his name for my purposes. I call him Stephen Patsy, although he's collaborating. So obviously, this guy was a gun runner for uh, the FBI and ISIS. But now we have a, 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 a serious thing going on with his brother, uh, which might have some uh, indirect connection. So, uh, release the story, uh, Josh. What's up? Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, Bruce Douglas Paddock, uh, 58 years old, one of the four Paddock brothers was taken into custody at a nursing facility uh, near Laurel Canyon Boulevard in North Hollywood on Wednesday morning. Um, documents filed Tuesday in Los Angeles County Superior Court outlined 20 criminal charges against Paddock, all relating to possession of child pornography and or sexual exploitation of a minor. The felony complaint for the arrest warrant accused Paddock of having more than six Hundred pornographic images of children or youths, including ten or more images showing a child younger than twelve years old. Um, well, well, the first thing I can say is that the people that I know, and I know people inside the intel agencies, have been chasing down pedophilia. The pedogate is deeply ensconced in both parties, not just the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, too. Correct. Involved with politicians both in uh, state and federal government and the bureaucracy. And people need to know the three side effects. The first one is, number one, anybody who's involved with this is compromised, so they can easily be manipulated. Number two, they have no conscience, because if they have a little bit left, it's gone. And the third thing is they're involved in a satanic ritual, which means that they can also be possessed. Uh, we can talk about this in other shows to deal with this religious side, but I can tell you, at the very least, if Paddock's brother was doing this, 
we know the uh, thesis that Paddock was a compromised FBI uh, affiliate of ISIS is not that surprising. Uh, there's a couple of anomalies about his so-called money that he received from the gambling in 2015, $5 million, and you can tell all the freebies he got are not consistent with winning in any uh, gambling tables in, in Las Vegas. You don't get kudos. You don't get free meals or free hotel rooms. That means they were using the gambling establishments as a way to pay off uh, people who are working for the dark elements within our intel agency. So uh, Stephen Paddock, <clears throat> you got to remember, we were totally behind and created ISIS and Al-Qaeda. I have friends even in Israel. One of them was an anesthesiologist called me eight months ago, and he was freaked out when he had to actually work on an ISIS worker down, fighter down in Tel Aviv. So we're not right on the battlefields. And his parents, when he called him, because he's a dual American Israeli, said, get out of there. <laughs> and he did, obviously. So he said he listens to the show. I said, look, you know, you have to understand, there's elements in Israel who do not at all agree with, including the Mossad, on the policies of Bibi Netanyahu and Lieberman to be affiliated with ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Uh, that's why we and our military flew out some of the senior leaders out of Fallujah and, and uh, Araka when they fell so that they would continue on their fighting. And they are not weak, weaker, they've just moved out of their territories. The, number, the total number of people involved, all these citizens have fallen, has not been reduced. And uh, we maintain the dialectic of wanting to have more chaos so we can stay in these territories. To me, uh, this whole plan that we have to support ISIS and Al-Qaeda with the grinning face, doing selfies with them in 2011, uh, John McInsane, and he's not just got a brain tumor, he's got a tumor, he's got a demon tumor in his freaking head. <laughs> this is a very evil man, man, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, and then we got... Al-Baghdadi. Yeah, I know. I, and by the way, Al-Baghdadi is actually the name of a Christian saint of a few hundred years ago in the, in the uh, Orthodox Church, so... This al-Baghdadi stuff is a pot of crap, too. I mean, they, we've supposedly killed this guy so many times, he's, he must have had four or five clones. It's ridiculous. Right. So, well, look, uh, I don't buy any of it. I, I, think, I think our government has elements that are so damn evil. And I know 9-11 was an inside self-inflicted job. I know Oklahoma City was. I'm, I'm not sure how deep and how large the Paddock clan and family is. But if I was uh, the... Uh, you know, criminal investigation investigators. I would literally investigate all three brothers that are still alive. The mother, if she's still alive, I believe she is. She survived the storm. Uh, possibly uh, the father, although the father we know was a bank robber. So this is a really evil clan. Let's just right. say what it is. This Paddock family was an evil, evil clan. I would go through their cousins, their nephews, their uncles, their relatives. I would do reviews <clears throat> on all of them because I believe that they are uh, a demon family uh, more than anything else and they obviously spawn these demon children. Uh, I well, think the thing is they're, they're just useful though because remember our intel agencies have for years made the assumption since the assassination of John F. Kennedy that they are the global government and they haven't, you know, come out and said, obviously, we're the government of the planet, but they have stretched the skins like a giant cybernetic robot from the 25th century, like Terminator. The skins of nations across their superstructure with their intel agencies and their cyber spying on us in every possible way through these so-called proxies, Silicon Valley uh, agencies that are collaborating even with countries like China. And our agencies are turning on us, passing technology onto these countries so that they can harm us. To me... Uh, the intel agencies and the deep state 
have already assumed that they've done a coup of the planet, haven't they? Yeah, I think there's no there's no question about it. I believe that this Paddock family is more than likely part of the elites. Um, I think uh, oh, yeah. not just from the pedophilia, but from the evilness of everything else. They may be related to the Rothschilds and Rockefellers. Do you know how you can tell that these guys are bad guys for sure and you got them down four ways for Sunday, including the Clintons and the Bushes? Because it was almost certainly Jeb Bush who funded this initial... Uh, steel guy from Britain to gather this information that the Democratic National Committee and the Clinton seized on and the continued funding. Uh, they shared, of course, facilities up at the Bohemian Grove. They're kind of shacks. I think one's called the Hillbillies and the other's called whatever. Uh, but uh, they're confreres. The George Bush Sr. said that Bill Clinton is the blood brother of George Bush Jr. So although the different parties, they're the, the, the cancer, the establishment, the deep state, and I can, you know, the ultimate way to find out, you dig around deep enough in their basement or their attic and you'll find a thing called a Willy Wonka ticket to the underground facilities. Because these maniacs mm -hmm. want to create World War III eventually, you want most of us to die from economic chaos and war, and then they want to emerge months or years or even a century later, just like the uh, Eloy on the surface of the planet 80,000 years from now, and the warlocks, the Morlocks, deep in the earth mutated now can't even stand sunlight. Uh, coming out, out, out like beasts from the deep pits of the earth. I mean, you might think this is like a B-movie, but believe it or not, there's maniacs crazy enough to actually conceive this plan, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think that more information is going to come out about this. There's no oh, yeah. way that's even... I, I think, I think Je Jebby Boy's going down. He's the one that probably started this off, and he paid a pretty pricey sum to get this whole... Uh, dossier. They call it dossier. Why do they still call it dossier? A dossier is almost like something that's believable. This is not a dossier. This is scam dossier. This is a right. total scamtastic scheme, and it should get these guys to all wear orange, never get daytime, never get access to the internet, or do any more damned interviews. I don't want to see the media continue to to have what we call uh, an anal fixation syndrome on these evil elements within our government. Mm -hmm. I want them dissected out and incinerated. I want them gone from from modern public dialogue. I don't want to have the media on either side, including Fox. I mean, they're spending far too much time on Weinstein, and now they got Clinton. I can't believe how nervous she is. She actually sits there and pops her eyes and said, look, they're still talking baloney. She's a galactic-level liar. This woman is, without a doubt, the most evil person I've ever met on the planet. And her trickster sneaky monster husband the pedophile abuser rapist why are these guys still smirking well because they're not wearing orange she looked great in orange she's got ugly legs she should never be anything about a pantsuit but she needs an orange pantsuit for good Shopping for the Truth, uh, Josh Bernstein. By the way, you have your show over at Patreon, too, and you have a lot of news to cover. And uh, I, I love the statement you made. <laughs> I think it was just before, right after the break. Uh, yeah, Josh Gradamus, oh my gosh. 
I'm not a boastful. You don't need to brag. You don't need to brag. Actually, you know the thing is, is, when I make a prediction, you can take it to the bank. It's not really a prediction. Here, look, you're, you're, uh, you and I are basically what I call normal. I don't think of myself as particularly smart or even brave. I just think my I ask questions and I want answers, and I'm not afraid of people. I think, unfortunately, the vast majority of people are either frightened to even ask questions so that they might get an answer or they're too gutless to get out of their own way I don't think I feel particularly smart I just feel inquisitive and and just not afraid of people I figure if somebody's going to come at me I'm going to come at them back with twice the force uh, you know I'm a, a Joshua type believer in other words you come at me my sword's drawn I'm going to cut your head off you want to you want to lie to me? I'm going to find out the truth, and when I do, it's going to get ugly. I mean, I, I, when I work with Hell South, I can see the same kind of stuff going on with Hell South. When I was with the head of, of occupational medicine for the city, evil and corrupt things going on in the state of Colorado. Well, the same things going on in our government. I don't think even Hollywood could de- de- could deal up and figure out the vileness of Jeb Bush. Is probably the guy that. Started this whole ball rolling. The Democrats, who are their affiliates, picked it up and ran with it. And Hillary Clinton is so nervy, she tilts her head back and skittish a lie and pop her eyes on a book tour when she needs to have an orange jumpsuit and no interviews. Exactly. What the hell? What the hell? I, this is what I call an OMG. What the hell moment? Uh, the problem, honestly, yeah. The yeah. problem is, is that the deep state is investigating the deep state. And what I mean by that is, as good as Trey Gowdy may be in asking questions, and uh, we saw what happened through Benghazi, we saw what happened through Email Gate, all the people that were supposed to hold these people accountable and, uh, and administer justice were part of it. So how do you get justice when the people that are committing the crimes are the ones that are making the judgments? That's what we find ourselves in in Washington. That's what we find ourselves in in America today. So as much as, you know, look, I've said this many times on your show and many others, Hillary Clinton could literally strangle a kitten on live television, and somehow she would get away with it. Why? Because the people that would be judging her are her supporters. Well, I, I said even worse. I said she could, she could literally flambe and rotate on a spit a newborn baby and eat it alive on television, and they'd <laughs> clap for her. They'd say, look, that woman, that was just an aborted fetus, even if it was born right at the moment of delivery. I mean, it wouldn't matter. And it would even be worse if it was her own kid or grandkid, because this is the evil, the level of evil we're dealing with. We're not dealing with normal persons. No. This is the biggest pro- our, one of our biggest problems is the average public, uh, <laughs> the average person in the public knows how to make a, a braying sound, like, uh, and they really don't believe this level of evil exists. Even when it's shoved right in their face, they go, no, this doesn't smell bad, look bad, taste bad. This can't be happening. You know, I can't think Jeb Bush would do this or Hillary Clinton. She's just a Democrat. No. And this is where Pedogate comes in, because when you pulled up this brother of Stephen Paddock uh, as, you know, a pedophile, you're dealing with something that indicates a very highly compromised person and maybe family, and this could be part of the, the spectrum of what's behind Paddock's bad behavior. Yet we're dealing with a mentally ill family of a bunch of evil, Complete. self-centered, demonically energized bastards, yep. and they are affiliated, and by the way, part with of the. Elites. They, they, well, they call they themselves part elite. The Rockefeller, Rothschild, Soros, Clintons—they are part of 
the elites. I mean, the the father was a bank robber, the brother was an FBI informant. Now this other brother is arrested for child porn. This family is part of the deep state global elites, and I would be willing to bet anything on it. Yeah, well, I, I think what, what's happening is the veil's coming off the mask of evil. And what Trump has, his biggest problem right now is if he doesn't neutralize this, it'll eat him alive. It will. Right now, he has a chance right now of a massive increase in number of Republicans that will take over the Senate and more in the House. And then his agenda will move forward. And if he specifically gets the tax reform bill and gets pieces, I told him before, and when they're finally listening, just cut up the health care bill, just like you said. You can't get this giant radioactive bill through either the Congress or Senate because of Democrats and Republicans that won't collaborate. There are extreme elements on both sides, including the so-called Freedom Party. The real solution is just dismantle the damn thing. So they're going to say, oh, you hear, you hear Nancy Pelosi, this woman is so crazy, she makes people that are crazy look good. I mean, she says things that are so over the top, it's like, why is she getting a day pass? She's mentally incapacitated, too. I mean, she loses her train of thought. She's calling uh, for Romney. She called him President Romney the other day. So she's had a multi- multitude of slip-ups and gaffes that uh, I believe show her mental... Uh, well, if she, if she had a, a, a scan of her brain, a brain blood flow, or a neuropsychiatric evaluation, psychological testing, they'd find this woman has had probably multiple minor strokes, has bad blood flow to parts of her brain, is in a sense of basically a state of partial dementia. You know? Maybe that's it. Maybe both of these, uh, rhino Republicans and Democrats, are for a geopolitical dementia. And uh, because, to be honest with you, they know it's a dead end. The fact of even the more that they attack Trump, the more they actually build him up. It's almost like attacking the Hulk. The more you attack the Hulk, you know, the the... These sci-fi movies, the stronger the Hulk gets. Yeah, you know? and, and a perfect example of that is is uh, put a corker in them because Jeff Flake is done. You like that? Put a corker in them. So yeah, the yeah, two yeah. of them, the two of them were anti-Trump. The two of them were vocal against the president. And you don't cross this president without political repercussions. And clearly, we can see that Bob Corker did that. His career is over. Jeff Flake did that. His career is now over. And let that be a, a warning to well, uh, John McCain, uh, Lisa Murkowski, and the rest of the clan. Yeah, you remember uh, World Federation Wrestling, and I think it was a, uh, what was the name the uh, the guy that used to tear his shirt all the time and, and scream and yell. Hulk Hogan. Hulk. Well, you got to think of, of Trump as like Hulk Hogan. You go into the ring with Hulk, and he's going to rip your throat out, man. And this is what Trump does: he counterpunches, and now he's got 145 million all over social media. How stupid is it to attack Trump? And when Trump comes off personally, to look at the little Hispanic girl that was shot at the Mandalay Bay Massacre, she's, he seems to be a nice man, not like the social media. And she's on news, and that's not just Fox News. Other people are starting to get the idea. It's pretty hard to hate this guy's guts when he's actually... <laughs> Excuse my English. It makes me choke. When, yeah, when he behaves like a normal human being with yeah. a heart. With a heart. And especially when he's doing things... Like trying to give condolences to this woman about the loss of her husband in Niger. And this flaky, cartoonish character, uh, Frederica, <laughs> with, her, with her cowboy girl hats on and her crazy joker smile. I'm thinking, Frederica, why are you out of, on a day pass? What are you doing? 
And in yeah. fact, the more, the more she attacks... Why are you not on your meds? I mean, I want a urine test to see exactly what illegal drugs you're taking, what meds you should be on, and why you're out in public. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and you know what these Democrats... They don't get the formula. The more you attack, <laughs> the more you attack Trump, the more you kill the Democratic Party completely. And uh, so, Josh, uh, I believe that this is going to blow up in the face of both the Rhino Republicans and the Democrats. I think that uh, the Dragon Slayer, uh, Trump, his next major challenge is going to be, and I'm following this very closely, <clears throat> the uh, weather warfare, including the storms and extreme heat here in Southern California, drying the state out with a blocking high out in the North Pacific for almost seven years now, since Fukushima. Uh, do you know how it got here in uh, L.A. and in North County, San Diego, yesterday? Uh, close to 100 or over 100? Over 100, 105. Wow. Yeah, and, and this is, by the way, last record was like 91 in 2007. Uh, this is weather warfare. I've got some information from the fires up in Northern California that, in fact, some of these trees were burned from the inside out, so there was the use of exotic weapons to actually trigger off this firestorm not just trying it out. And there's a blocking high out there, which partially blocks the radiation coming in from Fukushima because this problem in Fukushima, and I'm going to be doing a series of shows on it, is getting worse by the month. <clears throat> and next March it'll be seven years. It's not getting better. It's actually getting worse in terms of, we call terra cyberts of radiation, poisoning the oceans and the ionosphere and punching holes through the ozone layer and further damaging the benthic layer of the oceans with high-energy ultraviolet light, which is killing the carbon-oxygen cycle in the largest ocean on the planet. Uh, people don't get this, do they? They don't get it. That no, they, these superstorms that are attacking us are basically could be pushed off five nations of weather modification technology. We boasted even during the Vietnam weather we could start superstorms over Viet Cong, and yet nowadays people think it's kind of strange, even when we have video clips going back 20, 30, 40 years, about people going right back to even uh, uh, Linda Baines Johnson talking about controlling the weather for weather warfare. I mean, this is Linda Baines Johnson back in the 1960s, 60 years ago. Well, yeah. I, I think uh, just getting back to what you were talking about with Fukushima, uh, there's no question that the authorities, the government, has downplayed the effect of Fukushima. Uh, I believe that it is toxic, severely toxic. It is getting into well, Fukushima, well, I, especially I, California and the Pacific I, Ocean. I, 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 and, uh, now, I, I, drink, I drink filtered water. I eat only organic food that doesn't have crap in it. And on June 5th, I got my test done with Dr. Shade by dual coupled with nuclear magnetic spectroscopy of all my minerals in my whole blood. And I got a trace. I don't have any lead or mercury because I have my mercury amalgams taken out years ago and did proper detox. I don't have any of that. But guess what I do have in my blood? Uranium. I'm getting uranium in my body from Fukushima, 5,600 miles away. Okay? Now, uh, my buddy, Dr. William Ray, who's head of the 
Environmental Health Center of Dallas, and he actually started his center after getting poisoned in the operating room. I was doing environmental medicine before any other doctors basically on the planet were, because I was a charter member of Greenpeace over 45 years ago. I worked out in the oceans as an oceanographer before I even went in medicine in 73. And I can tell you, the freaked out doctors that know the facts, like Dr. William Ray and so on, when he does tests, he can tell if you're on the west or east side of the Rocky Mountains based on your blood tests of your of your coupled nuclear spectroscopy of your blood in terms of looking at uranium That's and other isotopes. And cesium-130, and cesium, by the way, this form of cesium is the one that triggers off breast cancer in women and dementia in men and small for days babies. I mean, you can actually measure the isotope levels around nuclear reactors that are leaking thorium, strontium, and tritium and so on, and you can actually measure the measurable change in a certain bunch of what we call marker diseases. So the problem is it's not open to people's... I call it goddamn opinion. Excuse my English. To me, science just closes the door. You can have two people that are scientists with facts and data, and ten thousand idiots that don't that are lying to your face, just like Hillary Clinton lying to your face, or all these climate scientists are trying to say, well, we just need to reduce our SUVs. No, we need to stop polluting the oceans, or allowing post-geriatric nuclear reactors to release radiation, not just Fukushima, but almost all the reactors in the world are actually leaking radiation like crazy. There is no reactor I know in the United States that's post-geriatric that's not leasing thorium, strontium, barium, aluminum, and other isotopes. None. They're all leaking. Well, you know, you can look at what happened with uh, Chernobyl and how it, you know, decimated not just the area, but the air quality, the ground quality, the soil. Well, uh, birth defects, you know, the, uh, they call them the Chernobyl children. Uh, so there's no question that these... But they, but they have, are real. Yeah, but they interact with other things. For example, the radiation interacts with the lithospheric layer of the Van Allen radiation belt and gravity waves coming in from this deep space object that, to the to, the uh, consternation of NASA, the Atacama Large Millimeter Array last year, 2016, actually released information that the dwarf star, 20% of the mass of our sun is now 0.73 light years old, and its gravity waves are changing the chronosphere of the sun and the nuclear reactivity of all the inner planets, which basically are giant nuclear reactors. That's how oil is made. It's called the gold theory. Published in 1951, which the Russians believed, which is why they're drilling down 35 to 40,000 feet. Most of the oil, for example, in Israel, is abiotic oil inside the earth in a giant bathless or ocean. And that ocean of oil, I told the geology to uh, FICO, who was a oil engineer who discovered the oil fields in the Leviathan fields, uh, which is south of Cyprus, then major fields there in, in eastern Mediterranean, and the fields in Zohar. And I told him the geology, which I found out that was revealed to me supernaturally, which I gave at a conference in 1999 with Hayseed Stevens. He brought me back to Israel to say a prayer in Hebrew over the drill site of the Elohim Perizim drill site, which means the God of the Breakthrough. And we estimated there was 14.7 trillion barrels of oil that was renewable because it's abiotic oil from deep inside the bowels of the earth created by the nuclear reactivity of the planet. The fact is, that's the mother load, as Charlton Heston used to say, the mother load. And yeah. the fact is, our weather now is changing. And I'm going to give a couple of what I call scientific predictions and prophecies, because they're both. Number one, you're going to see the seamounts around the world take off, including Yellowstone. And the danger there in Yellowstone is the water in the lake above it. They need to pump that damn water out, or if it hits the magma field, you're going to have unbelievable explosions and tremendous amounts of magma and everything thrown into the air and giant superquakes from Yellowstone. Number two, 
you're going to have a major superquake that's going to strike San Francisco and further south to L.A. We've already had 5,000 mini-quakes now just the last few weeks. And we also have Cumbra Viejo in the last week is getting super active. It's risen 3.7 centimeters, and they don't know if it's going to create micro-tsunamis or mega-tsunamis. The ones and two tsunami centers I've been in contact with over the past 20 years include Switzerland and Northern California, which was set up about 10 years ago. And they estimate if that Cumbra Viejo slides, it'll create a tsunami half a mile high, striking all the coasts of Europe and North America, traveling 100 to 200 miles inland, depending on the altitude of the population areas, and could kill 92 million-plus Americans alone, not including Canadians and the eastern coast of Canada, Europeans, French, British, whatever, North Africa. People don't, don't understand the Earth is going through convulsions. And <clears throat> these, uh, we're going to have these superstorm fires in Northern California are not normal. These superstorms that hit the United States are not normal. The temperatures we have today now, it's going to be probably 100 degrees here, but it was 105 yesterday. I've never seen it like that. This place is a tinderbox. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you that by next year, you're going to see the uh, the Seamount and Mount Vesuvius take off and explode in Italy. That's probably going to be happening next year. You're going to see the Northern California area and San Francisco area not just have fires, but have a superquake in San Francisco. They're due. It's going to happen. You know how you tell? Universities are actually measuring the entire occurrence across the fault zones. And they're not telling you, but I have inside track information they know something bad's going to happen because they can actually measure the trans-telluric currents across the uh, the fault zones of the San Jacinta and the San Andreas faults and so on. They know that, as you know, they say when Moby Dick is going to strike the ship, she's going to blow, you know. Guess what? It's going to blow. Yeah. And the problem is the coastal areas of the world, not just the United States, are in grave danger. And they call it climate change. I'm thinking climate keeps changing, but what we're going through is uh, cycles that occur tied to the approach of the dwarf star, tied to the poisoning of the planet by us. And believe me, it's not a population thing. It's a, we don't give a crap about the pollution, so we're going to damage the benthic layer in the carbon oxygen cycle. And we're destroying our food supplies and vaccinating the hell out of our population and feeding us GMO food. The human race is doomed. They're doomed because they won't face the music and they won't even ask tough questions. People don't even spit in my face anymore. I don't understand it. Welcome back, and uh, so Josh, it's, it's as they say, it's AMAC time. You know, it's almost like you you're watching your own kids' movie back in the fifties, and then you know, you know whether it's Howdy Doody or some Disney program, and you know, and that foot on cello comes on. It's time to talk about something real, something that's going to make you change a positive change for your future, and that's AMAC. Uh, why is AMAC a positive thing for people over fifty? What what makes it so special? Are all the benefits, but also the fact that they're fighting for things for people over 50. And I honestly think people don't realize that, uh, you know, one of the commandments in the Bible is, you know, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days be prolonged. Your days are prolonged when you honor AMAC because it honors people over 50. We are the purveyors of wisdom. And by the way, if you don't uh, literally honor wisdom, is the Bible says right in the commandments, you die early. As they say, you get the Bruce Willis syndrome, you die hard. So uh, what's special about AMAC? Tell us about it. AMAC is, uh, again, the conservative alternative to AARP. 
Um, we put America first. We put seniors first. We're an organization for folks that are 50 years of age and older. And we're working every single day behind the scenes to make America more free, to get government out of our lives, uh, not just for seniors, but for all Americans. We're working behind the scenes with Congress where we lobby on them to make sure that when they do put forth legislation, it is uh, of a limited government scope and gives more freedom and choice to seniors and Americans. Um, so we are completely the opposite, David and Goliath type situation. We've got 1.4 million members uh, opposed to the 40 million plus members at the very liberal um, AARP. So we are just the opposite of them. Uh, we have the same types of products and services that an AARP would offer. But again, we put America first. We are not a liberal left-wing uh, ideology group and uh, we didn't spend 2.8 billion dollars lobbying for the passage of Obamacare and then turn around and exempted all our members from it as a right. payback for getting it to pass. So check us out at amac.us again www.amac.us or call toll free 888-262-2006 again 888-262-2006 Tell them that you heard Josh Bernstein, their national spokesman on the Dr. Bill Deagle Show, and we'll even give you a free membership, absolutely free. You don't have to purchase anything at all. Even if you have AARP and you just want to try something different for free for a year, contact that number, 888-262-2006, or go to amac.us and get your free membership today. Right. Now, um... The other major issues I think they're burning are, it looks to me like uh, the budget's going to pass. It looks to me like Trump is going to make an absolute certainty. He's absolutely not going to modify his policy toward immigration to rescue the DACA kids. So the Democrats right. are really and caught in the economy now. Is saying that as part of the budget plan, uh, amnesty will be included in it. Uh, I don't think so, Ryan. No, 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 no. Ryan, Ryan is a, you know, this guy is another... Rhino Republican that's going to get uh, what I call a rectectomy. He's going to actually get his rectum ripped out politically if he continues this tact of trying to stab Trump in the back. Well, let's uh, Paul Nealon takes him out. Right. He needs to be removed because, to be honest with me, we need a rhinectomy. Uh, this man is a lying piece of crap. And if you actually check the background, we've had Gary Richard Arnold on numerous times. Looking at the background of Ryan, this guy is as dirty as Jeb Bush. I mean, he's really a bad guy. And mm -hmm. he only jumped on the Trump train at the very last thing when he knew Trump was going to be winning. This is not a good fella. And, you know, he tries to pretend that, you know, saying that he's going to support him with his health care bill, he's going to support this and that. You cannot, you cannot give a, 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 a green light to the DACA kids and not control immigration. You'll have 20, 50, 100 million people here in a decade that have no business but to park themselves. One of the latest is the ACLU case over this young teenage girl who's actually asking the federal government to pay for a federally funded abortion to this teenager who is from Central America. How crazy is that? I mean, anybody is. anywhere, as the economy of the world, by the way, I'm going to do another prediction prophecy, 2018 is going to be the year of the first Jangus thing being poked in the world economy. And the globalists are pulling that stick. So when they do pull it and they, have the, and they screw up the immigration thing, if they're trying, they're damnedest. Because if Trump fixes it, we'll actually have a border. We won't have 100 million people showing up in the next 10 years' time, totally ruining the country, 
totally bankrupting the country and turning it into a ghetto, a giant ghetto, and destroying our, you know, we don't even have the funding to even modernize our military. We're pulling old parts from old aircraft and everything. And we don't have enough pilots or technicians because we sequestered under the crazy Obama administration, even though we drove the benches to the ceiling. This is unconscionable. You don't have a nation if you don't have a border. And, of course, the reason why they're pushing this stuff about the disrespect for the flag, good that the NFL is losing. I saw all the seats empty in the Fox News. Good. They can go to hell. These guys' salaries are going to go from two million to half a million pretty soon. Many of them are going to be unemployed. That's I mean, the best part about it—that the right. players in the end are going to suffer the most for kneeling in front of our flag. You said it. You're absolutely correct. Uh, I yeah. am just—I am just salivating. Uh, uh, I can't wait until next year when these big money contracts come up <clears> and they go, "Oh, we want a five-six-year deal for fifty million," and the owners go, "Sorry." We don't have the revenue to pay you anymore. Why? Because of your stupidity and your kneeling. And uh, for me, that's the best part. That's the sweet revenge that every fan should absolutely be just loving. The fact that these players are going to get hit in the wallet so hard, it's going to give them concussions and they'll be out on the pup list for six weeks. What I find amazing is that they don't get it. If they actually would take their celebrity and go to, say, public parks and actually go do stuff with... Uh, gun control clubs and pay for guns and training for grandmas and people in their inner cities and pay to make sure they had you know guards to make sure kids could safely go back and forth to school or their workplace and so on and and to approve what's called a militia arrangement with the local sheriff say in these inner cities and collaborate with the police in fact I'd like to see a special app I call it the uh, I call it the militia app and then the militia app what happened is the police would hit a button <clears throat> Anybody who was tied to the militia would give you GPS coordinates and give you a message like that, Amber Alert. And then armed people of the right skin color would show up protecting the police in your inner city in Detroit. You wouldn't have gangs getting away with crap. That's the solution. We're all Americans. We're colorblind, okay? This is crap that they try to do, do identity politics. I don't give a damn what people's skin color is. I don't want to see Americans forced into gangs, little kids not being able to succeed, and have at the end of their you know, college and high school or a technical training, a job so they can have a good car, a pen that doesn't skip, a home that's safe, and a mother that realizes her husband can come home and not get shot in the way or kids going back and forth to school. This is completely Amen. insane. And the problem I find, this is one of the most frustrating things, is if you ask me a question in any area, whether it's medical, geopolitical, whatever, I will provide you a sane, simple, straightforward answer, solution, or a framework to find an answer instantly but i find gutless stupid people run from the answer they don't want to hear that there even is an answer and the only person that actually kind of always is pivoting toward answers is trump he's he, he doesn't necessarily have the greatest advisors but he keeps pivoting a lot of time people say well who decided that trump himself decided it because he's got a lot of people pulling him in the wrong direction he just says no that's not going to work just like for example when he tries to get a yeah. health care bill he finally listened to somebody who must have listened to my show, and I said, stop trying to pass a giant radioactive health bill. Just saw it up. Go with just like a giant statue inside an alcove in a big apartment or, you know, an office tower downtown New York. Saw it up. Cut it up in pieces, yeah. which is what he did by sawing up the so-called illegal funding that 2016 the courts after two years said, hey, this isn't constitutional. You can't be paying insurance companies to do all this stuff. And then, by the way, it's not impacting, hurting any people that can't get premiums are raising their premiums at all. What you need to do with health care is real simple. 
Three things. Allow health cooperatives and make sure that they can get materials at a reasonable price that cost the drugs or nutraceuticals or whatever so that an adult's 40 bucks and a child's 20 bucks to get primary care. Then secondly, you need catastrophic care with competition. Trump did it. Catastrophic care. Everybody should be able to buy catastrophic care. So if something really bad happens, my wife's hairdresser, because she can't afford health care, they've actually blocked her from even buying catastrophic insurance. Oh, my God. So a person that she really likes, if she has a catastrophic health care problem or an injury or accident that exceeds her auto insurance, she's not covered. We've got illegals covered, but she's not covered. And the third thing is preventive care. Allow preventive care so we can check out the genetics and metabolism of everybody at a reasonable cost like a membership so that you can get tests on, figure out what's wrong with you before you get symptoms and face plant syndrome I call death, and fix it. That's health care. Get rid of malpractice, make it illegal, you know, user pay, you can't go and sue doctors stupidly, and get rid of all these rich attorneys who all think they have deserved to have millions of dollars in income. Get rid of the state licensing authorities, allow medics to be cross-trained so they can become surgeons and nurse practitioners can be obstetricians. Allow people to get health care at a reasonable cost with all the, all the BS to make sure the people providing it are tested to make sure they're still competent no matter how many years they're quote, in practice. And make it national. So if you're in Guam, you can move to New York. It's your damn business, not the government's. Get HHS out of people's bedroom and out of their medication room. Back pain. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink? Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. We have Fareed here, and we're going to talk about cardiovascular. Fareed, it's really important to understand that uh, heart health is a big deal. Uh, your heart and vascular tree, uh, if you talk about your health, if you talk about losing your health, is the number one cause of the most of the major illnesses that are more deadly than the next five major causes of death, cancer and many other illnesses. Um, whether it's a heart attack, stroke, deep vein thrombosis, it was an embolism, etc. Vascular disease is very, very common, and it's a major cause of, heart, of death in our society. One third of males, their first symptom, and I like to use a little sarcasm to get through to people sometimes. Sometimes sarcastic jokes get through better than than telling them just the plain science. But it's, I call it face plant syndrome. Face plant syndrome is not something you get over. Uh, it's not like, hey, you go back uh, and, you know, you're going to be fine the next day, but you got a few broken teeth. No. Face plant syndrome is we're going to put you in the ground within so many hours after we remove your blood volume and give you formalin. We're going to put you in a nice suit, but you're going to the next world, <clears throat> whether it's Allah, God, Satan, the cyber God, whatever. You're not going to be here anymore. Now, one-third of males, their first symptom of heart disease is death, face plant syndrome. And women, they get it five to ten years later than men. They actually have a higher percentage of actually face plant syndrome. They don't have any advanced warning. They don't have chest pains. They don't have shortness of breath. They don't have a bad day. They just get face plant syndrome. Now, what causes face plant syndrome, and I like to be sarcastic about this, and if I, if I challenge doctors, and this is one of the funniest things, um, it's very rare I'll get a doctor that actually has the cajones. They need to have titanium alloy intellectual cojones in order to be stupid enough to call in and challenge me on the show because even if they've been a cardiologist for 20 or 25 years there's a lot of mistruths that they themselves believe they think for example that the reason why you have a heart attack is you've had what's called a cardiac bypass deficiency syndrome in other words you just haven't bypassed all your arteries <laughs> they also believe in fairy tales like college that cholesterol causes heart attacks or uh the deficiency of their toxic drugs is the reason why you're just not doing well because you're just not taking enough of them. Now, the real issue, and I remember going back 40 years ago, I did actually tests with Dr. Moskowitz at the University of British Columbia. We brought down Eskimos in the Northwest Territories in Alaska, and I personally drew their bloods. And they'd separate, like, the old-style milk and cream, you know, before milk was homogenized. And I remember before the days of homogenization, and we'd have, we were near the agricultural farm where we lived, uh, you'd always, if you're smart, you'd sneak out in the morning before the maid got up and you'd grab the milk and pour off the cream on the top because it was good. Because it wasn't put through all kinds of crap and it wasn't homogenized. And you got the good milk on the top of the bottle. Now, these men and women, Eskimos, never got heart disease. They had a little poach on the side of their belt. And they, they looked chunky, but they actually weren't fat. They were just kind of stocky because if you're living in the Alaskan weather or in the Northwest Territories, you want to be short in body because it's pretty hard to circulate blood to your periphery if you're tall and long. And they were covered with, you know, seal skins and so on. But they weren't fat. Number two, none of them, even though they had cholesterol 10 to 15 times higher than our upper limit of normal, ever got heart disease. And the reason is real simple, and that's why we want to go through the components in the cardiovascular. The first thing you want to do is you don't want free radical damage to your artery walls. <clears throat> you don't want plaque to calcify because it's an infected biofilm. 
So, for example, when your teeth are rotten because you're eating sugar and you're growing nanobacteria in your mouth, they actually infect your arteries. And so everybody I've seen, they have rotten teeth. They also have rotten arteries. They all go together. I haven't seen anybody needing a heart transplant that didn't have teeth falling out of their head. <laughs> you can open somebody's mouth up before you have to put the stethoscope to auscultate them or look at their EKG or their arteriogram, and you can tell already they were screwed. As they say in the military, screwed and tattooed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go through them. Let's go through the components. The first one, of course, is Vitexin. And the reason why your company, Cardivask, uh, which is the original formula, by the way, the one in Canada has even removed one of the components because the government didn't like people taking it because they might thin their blood out. But we have the original formula, and it's exclusive in America. And we ship everywhere in the world, including even to Canada. But we have the exclusive formula. And it was developed by your dad, Sam. To prevent plaque, it was from the Chelation Society of Alberta, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But he was trained in Germany, and which is five years of training in pharmacognosy, which, by the way, Germany is the most advanced nation in the world. Not China, not Japan, not Indonesia or Thailand. It's Germany developed the most advanced culture and science of pharmacognosy to develop herbal-based scientific medicines. <clears throat> and uh, so if you took training in Germany, you were like the top notch. So this first component is in uh, what's the plant and what part of the plant is used to make this component. Sure. So we use the uh, the hawthorn leaf and flower extract. Not the berry. Uh, not the berry. But the, but the other knockoff companies, and I won't mention their names, use the berry. So they're berry stupid. How's that? Do you like that? Berry stupid? Okay, yeah. that, that's your component. Process, it yeah. does not contain the active constituents. There you go. So, as I say, you got to listen to Deagle's humor. You don't know necessarily how to take me. Sometimes I'm humorous, sometimes I'm sarcastic. But the most important thing is I'm going to raise issues that are real. They're not imaginary. I'm not just trying to make a joke here. I'm saying if you get these other products, you're not going to have the protection you will from cardiovascular. Next component. So then we have the garlic. And it's not just aged garlic. It's going to contain two things. It's going to kill off the nanobacteria, like our alicimed, but it also has components that block the ACE receptor, and it does it in such a way it doesn't cause a ACE receptor blocker type cough, which you do with capitin and other ACE inhibitors. Next component. We have the uh, cayenne. The cayenne is a nitric oxide stimulant, so it's going to release nitric oxide, which removes nitro peroxy radical, and open up your cardiovascular and vascular bed of capillaries. Next component. Bilberry. Bilberry is a dialyzable antioxidant that prevents free radical, single oxygen, hydroperoxy, nitroperoxy radical. And because it's so small, the smallest antioxidant is hydrogen. This is the next smallest, and it's really, really good. So it'll prevent blindness. It'll prevent uh, oxidative stress in your kidneys, your heart, your liver, your solid organs like your brain. Next component. We have the ginkgo. Ginkgo reduces blood viscosity and improves microcirculation. This is the component that they removed from the Canadian version of the cardiovascular, which is, uh, what's it called? Is it called still cardio, cardiovite in Canada? Cardiovite, yeah. Yeah. So you can buy a cardiovite, but it doesn't have the ginkgo. Now, the problem is if you take, you want to stop this about two or three days before major surgery because you will bleed more. Not necessarily catastrophic. It's not like Xarelto or Eliquis, which will kill you. And what I get a kick out of people is they don't understand there's no clot-busting enzymatic effect of these so-called drugs that doctors give people so they won't throw off a clot to their brain. There's no clot-busting enzymatic activity at all. They just interfere with the intrinsic and extrinsic pathways of, of clot formation. But the thing that drives a clot formation is plaque. 
So what you want to take is, along with a cardiovascular, you want to take natokinase, CoQ10 Supreme, our, our vascular carnitine, and our omega fatty acids, which is the Monopro Omega Supreme Pro. And you want to take other things that are going to prevent free radicals like gamma A+, cell detox, glutathione, to stop hydroproxy radical, and single oxygen, which is a transketolase, uh, which is our course, Ultrathymine B1. But the center post, and we have a lot of people who say, I can't afford all that stuff, Deagle. Just give me one thing, whether it's a liquid. By the way, the liquid's equal to the, the drops. I had one person the other day said, Doc, just give me something for my tachycardia. I said, look, take the cardiovascular liquid, 30 drops, put in one scoop of Calm Mind, one a brain make, because they have Graves' disease, thyroid, and we need to calm down their overactivity of their adrenal glands, putting on stress hormones, norepinephrine, dopamine, that's why they have persisting tachycardia after stopping a beta blocker. Because their adrenal glands are tuned up too hard to produce too much stress hormones. So, um, <clears throat> next component after that, I think we have uh, uh, milk thistle and valerian. Uh, valerian. And the milk thistle is going to stimulate your liver to detox the toxic chemicals that are burning your artery walls. There's a lot of stuff in our food, and of course the the uh, valerian balances your autonomic nervous system to turn down the overactive sympathetic fight or flight to make you calm and parasympathetic. So when we come back, we're going to talk about some testimonial stories we've had from people that take in cardiovascular and how it opened up their leg arteries, it opened up their heart, and they didn't need to go from a stand to a bypass. Their brain worked better, and they remember their grocery list and their grandkids. It's amazing stuff. Frustrated trying to get... And uh, one of the things that I've been working on uh, for many years now, I actually went into medical school in 1973, so that's 44 years ago, was at the request of my grandfather who said I was smart enough that uh, I could actually solve the problem of finding the cause of diabetes. And this year I will be publishing it. Sometime in this next 12 months I'll be publishing my theory. I did the original research with Dr. Otto Hewen five years before Dr. Stanley Ravens at uh, Stanford University and got persecuted and had to the threat by the Alberta College of Physicians and Surgeons to have my license pulled for doing the research. And all I was doing was drawing blood. So, and by the way, so we wonder why Dr. Deagle has attitude. I have attitude against intellectual pinheads, as O'Reilly says, it used to be on Fox News, and against people who don't think things through and don't use hard science to actually discover if their theories or theses are correct or not. Now, when I present this, this is not based on just conjecture or just a few odd days or months of researching literature. It's something that's very solid. So when I present it to the doctors, it's going to change the face of medicine. Now, the latest article, which is one of the most important, was a knockout my research published in February 2016 at the University of California, San Diego, where they actually created mice, where the knockout mice basically... Uh, <clears throat> producing large amounts of leukotriene B4. Now it turns out, and I'm, I use an, a little bit of sarcastic hyperbole here, but you know how the media is always saying, because other than Fox News saying about the angry white male, well, the angry white fat cell, not male, but angry white fat cell generates inflammatory molecules. 
And the fat cells that are white tend to be caused by elevated blood insulin. So there's an insulinogenic diet or rapidly absorbed carbohydrates and mineral depletion generates what we call high levels of insulin. Now, think of it this way. It's 219,000 years ago. You're a Neanderthal man, which makes up about 4% of the DNA of, say, the Celtic peoples and the Norwegian peoples that are the Vikings and their descendants. And about the average person from Northern Europe, about 2% of their DNA is Neanderthal. Most of them were killed by infections that uh, Homo sapiens sapiens brought and killed off the Neanderthal, which, by the way, had a bigger brain case, were more physically adapted in ancient cultures that were probably doing religious ceremonies half a million years ago, long before the other types of called subspecies of man actually had any religious ceremony. So they're pretty smart people. They survived ice ages, but they didn't survive infections. <clears throat> now what happens is they did survive because they could put body fat on and they could shunt calories over so their body were muscles, their skeletal muscles were forced to use fatty acids for fuel, not glycogen. Now, the way it works out, the master of diabetes is actually not your pancreas. It's not even your muscle cell, it's your fat cells. And when your fat cells get angry, because you're feeding them with pro-inflammatory fatty acids, the white fat cells actually start to generate uh, leukotriene B4. And the B4 leukotriene shuts down the insulin glucose transport mechanism called the GLUT4 transporter and the insulin receptors in your skeletal muscles. Most of the resistance in your body is in your skeletal muscles. It's not in your liver cells, your brain cells, or other tissues. Now, eventually, if it develops in your brain cells, you get type 3 diabetes, which is... The bell's ringing, bing, 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 dementia. So when you hear somebody talks about the cure for dementia, they don't tell you that it's actually diabetes of the brain cells where the astrocytes can no longer fire, which is why you need medium-chain triglycerides or you can use brain fuel, which is a C8 or C12 carbon molecule that's called medium-chain triglycerides. It's brain fuel that allow your astrocytes to still fire off an action potential. Now, if you think none of the stuff that I'm presenting is science, you can, you can have the cajones, and most people don't, to challenge me on air off here, and I'll provide them the scientific articles to prove what I'm saying is absolutely true by thousands of scientists over many decades. Now, what we're facing is a, a, a tsunami of diabetic conversions. If you look at even cultures in the last 30 years since uh, Richard Nixon went to uh, China and they were bicycling around and collecting the snow in their aprons to try to clear the streets of Beijing with a snowstorm, you have to realize that the entire population of the world has turned diabetic. If you actually look at the incidents here in California, 69% of adults, male and female, in California over age 20 are either diabetic or pre-diabetic by the American Diabetic Association. Now, my criteria are even more strict. If you have an elevated blood fasting insulin, if you have elevated free radical levels, if you've got elevated hemoglobin A1C, which is just a byproduct of the singlet oxygen molecule attaching sugar to your proteins, because sugar is actually a good trap. If you lower somebody's blood sugar too rapidly, you actually double to triple the rate of their heart attacks. Because if you don't trap it in sugar, it's going to burn the hell out of your artery walls. And that's actually published literature. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever heard that before? So lowering someone's blood sugar with insulin or diabetic drugs will actually increase the risk of... Uh, blocked arteries. <coughs> now, your doctor may not know that, but it's actually published in their own medical journals. Mm. So, when you take cardiovascular, you're doing a whole bunch of things to make sure you don't end up with a nasty event. If you take a drug, for example, there's a lot of lawsuits over things like drugs like Avastin and you know, all these other diabetic drugs. If you raise your blood insulin output, insulin itself is toxic. 
the high blood sugar is toxic, but insulin is. And if you measure someone's blood insulin and measure their free radical single oxygen like T-bars, which is oxidized fatty acid, or 8-hydroxy, 2-prime deoxyguanosine, which is oxidized pyrimidine from your base pair of your DNA, you can show a direct relationship between free radicals and elevated insulin. And it's a more accurate measure of problems which will indirectly be as low associated with hemoglobin A1C, but all hemoglobin A1C indicates is that your sugar is trapping the singlet oxygen, right? So if you're not taking, when you're taking cardiovascular, you're not just uh, lowering your incidence of vascular disease, you're also lowering the stress that causes your body to push insulin higher and cause heart disease by oxidizing your fatty acids and cholesterol and precipitating a stroke or heart attack. So in terms of testimonials, and we'll start from the head, people find, number one, if you're taking cardiac drugs like beta blockers, you're going to go get fat, bald, uh, stupid, and impotent. Now, if you're taking cardiovascular, on the other hand, you have a full head of hair, your brain still works, you can remember your kids in your grocery list, and your teeth aren't falling into your head, your microcirculation, your hands and feet are warm, and you can still get erections, which is good. <laughs> and you're don't, not taking an anti-hormone, because when you take an HMG Cori reductase inhibitor, you're doing a form of chemical castration. There's two classes of drugs that will for sure castrate you. Number one, miserol and drugs that are antifungals that actually block your ability to convert to, to sex hormones. Or HMG Cori reductase inhibitors like Zocor, Liptor, Crestor. Crestor particularly bad. Or you can get a thing called myoglobinuria, where you actually break down the muscle myoglobin and destroy it, and it can precipitate in your uh, loop of Henle of your kidney nephron cells and kill your kidneys. A lot of diabetics, unfortunately, took, say, Crestor, and they destroyed their kidneys. Or if you take a non-steroidal in your diabetic or pre-diabetic, bye-bye kidneys. See you later, buddy. Okay? So you don't want to take Arthrotec or Ibuprofen or any non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Now, the advantage is that diabetes, and my approach to diabetes is you have to reduce insulin, which is why you want to cut on simple carbohydrates. But your most important thing is you want to increase what's called pro-anti-inflammatory fatty acids. You want to lower insulin resistance with the right minerals of diabetaline, berberstatin, and biotin plus. And you want to take leptin metabolic that resensitizes your leptin and your insulin receptor. The cardiovascular formula, though, doesn't just protect your circulatory system. It actually protects you from the complications of peripheral neuropathy amputations. By the way, there's big lawsuits over some of these diabetic drugs making you lose your toes and feet. If you don't want to lose your toes and feet and you're diabetic, you want to be on cardiovascular. Really important, isn't it? Good idea to have feet. understood that uh, I'm going to go over it so make it brief if you have a question on any health issue any geopolitical financial or other issue please I beg you call in and ask your question tell our board of McKenzie exactly what it is 877-317-6432 and um, you know the the big disease that's actually affecting us is free radicals uh, and gene silencing now the free radicals and gene silencing are two of the biggies um when our diets are depleted of minerals, we can't create antioxidant systems to get rid of single oxygen. Hydroperoxy radical, which we call glutathione peroxidase, 
And nitroproxy radical, which is really, really bad for your joints, your central nervous system, and your arteries. If you can get rid of those, you want to be taking not only our things like our cardiovascular to protect you, but you don't want to be driving up blood insulin. That's why you want to take diabetaline, berberstatin, biotin plus, and leptin metabolic. And you want to take pro-anti-inflammatory fatty acids like Omega Supreme Pro because the anti-inflammatory fatty acids reduce the white fat generation of inflammatory cytokines like glutathione B4. It's LTB4 that's the bad guy. Now when your cells get bigger in population, so you have a larger white cell mass, that's why doing a partial lipectomy will actually reduce the blood sugar insulin resistance, simply because you actually cut and reduce the white cell mass either by liposuction or lipectomy where you remove some of the fat. The best way to start with, by the way, is just to simply reduce the inflammatory processes going on. So you want to take cardiovascular, you want to take omega fatty acids like Omega Supreme Pro, <clears throat> you want to take antioxidants like ultrathiamine B1, which stimulates the transketolase enzyme, cell detox glutathione, and one of the most important we haven't mentioned is Cell Defense Plus, because the best blocker for leukotrienes and cytokines that actually cause the inflammatory process to cause insulin resistance is reversed by our Cell Defense Plus. It's the most absorbable form of curcumin in the world because curcumin, although it's the most important single herbal uh, nutraceutical on the planet and has been forever, is extremely poorly absorbed, but ours. Ours is the most absorbed form of curcumin complex on the planet. So it not only reduces cancer mother cells, but it also lowers cytokines that cause diabetes and brain inflammation because eventually if your astrocytes in your brain get inflamed to the point where they stop being able to transport sugar, to set up an action potential in your astrocytes, you develop diabetes of the brain, which is type 3 diabetes. Now, you'll eventually show up, if you do a brain biopsy and electron microscopy of the brain tissue, you'll see a thing called neurofibrillar tangles, but it's all just basically free radicals going haywire, causing the brain astrocytes to precipitate these tangles in the neurons. So, <clears throat> nutraceuticals can do it. So, I recommend, besides our diabetaline, berberstatin, leptin metabolic, uh, etc., and biotin plus that you take the, our cell defense plus one to two capsules three times a day. I take two three times a day. And you take the leptin metabolic to lower your leptin resistance so your body's appetite gets normally controlled. Avoid simple sugars. Anything has a glycemic index over 50, you probably should avoid. Uh, do things like, for example, make our drink up in the morning. I usually recommend ageless life support and glycemics because glycemics has special components that will block a surge in sugar and, of course, insulin. Insulin itself is bad because the counterinsulin hormones actually can cause problems. The glycogen, which is a counterhormone, and cortisol will take your protein in your liver, the glycogen, overnight and turn it into sugar. And that's not good. Now, sugar itself is, is by itself not so bad, but sugar combined with three radicals will cause glycation, which changes the quaternary structure of proteins, so it changes their structure, and it kind of screws up enzymes. Now, superior to the idea, though, if you lower somebody's sugar too fast and haven't lowered their free radicals, you actually burn their artery walls and their eyes. So you have to control the free radicals if you're going to bring someone's blood sugar down by diet. So if you're going on just a ketogenic diet alone and you haven't corrected their free radicals, you're actually going to accelerate their vascular disease. You have to switch to anti-inflammatory fatty acids like Omega Supreme Pro because it's 400% more absorbed. And you've got to take a free radical antioxidants, 
plus all the minerals that help your antioxidant systems work, such as minerals, Vitamineral Max and Minerals Plus, and the detox agents that we have, like superfolate, pyromethyl B12, bio-LVR, and semethyl. Because methylation is a very important pathway in our life support, which is sulfation, glucuronidation, methylation pathway support, and detoxification like nutrient defense that has the polyphenon, the most powerful antioxidant we have, <coughs> to prevent oxidative stress. It's the oxidative stress that causes a lot of the damage. And <coughs> that's what's really important is people, when you start to tweak the underlying causes, a lot of the complications you can see, for example, blood sugar alone of, say, 300 isn't going to cause damage if you don't have free radicals. If you have a blood sugar of 300, but your hemoglobin A1C level is relatively normal, or say 6.2 or less, it means even though you have an elevated blood sugar, you're not attaching to free radicals because your free radical load's not high. So there's not a direct correlation between blood sugar and hemoglobin A1C. There is a direct correlation between hemoglobin A1C though and free radicals. So if your HbA1C is, say, over 7, you've got a lot of free radicals floating around because your sugar is getting grabbed by the free radicals, and it's causing glycation, where it oxidizes them. So what I want you to understand is that your doctor is misinterpreting the test results and giving you the wrong thing. If your doctor gives you insulin or some of these drugs, like some of the ones that are doing big lawsuits over, they're actually giving you a drug that will accelerate vascular disease or dementia. And if you do the wrong thing, like lower someone's blood sugar before you lower their free radicals, you're actually accelerating their vascular disease. And this is all published. It's not open. And they aren't following the cardiac markers. For example, if you're giving Xarelto, Eliquis, or Apaxaban, you'd say, well, the real answer is not that they're lowering their, you know, their PT and INR, which are the markers for blood clotting. Uh, you want to lower their cardiac markers like interleukine 17, TNF-alpha, uh, levels of T-bars, which is oxidized fatty acids and oxidized cholesterol, 9-norinyl-hydroxycholesterol, and antibodies against that. But they're not. That's why we have Veritas labs that can actually measure those cardiac markers, but the doctors completely miss this. They also don't understand that every, every disease pretty well you have that causes real problems, whether it's glaucoma, vascular disease, or dementia, or autoimmune disease, is tied directly to increase in blood viscosity, which is directly also related to free radicals. So when you lower someone's blood viscosity with, say, natokinase or lumbrokinase, and natokinase is my preference, and I usually take six capsules twice a day. That's the dosage I need. But everybody will vary. Some will need two or three capsules three times a day. Uh, and you can measure the blood viscosity to determine that it's dropped, dropped into a normal range. Once your viscosity is in a normal range and you measure your cardiac markers, they're all going to drop down parallel. So if the blood viscosity is lower, your cardiac inflammatory markers it can cause all these nasty things like amputations and clots and you know blocked arteries and whatever are also going to reduce. So you don't need to chase someone's PTINR. You need to chase their other cardiac markers. And this is how you start to get control of diabetes. Diabetes is a free radical disease. It's an adaptation to try to force your muscles to use fatty acids for fuel. It's steered by your adipocytes that go angry. We call it a fat, angry white cell or white fat cell. And they're generating inflammatory cytokines called leukotriene B4 is the primary one that you can turn off with our nutraceuticals, dibetaline, berberstatin, and biotin plus and leptin metabolic but one of the most important that I've added to this is their cell defense plus and if you see a drop in these cardiac markers 
it means you fix the underlying reason as to why the body is doing that. So then the person's blood insulin is lower. You can measure that. Fasting blood insulin to RPC blood insulin. And when the blood insulin is lower, you're not also driven by your appetite. You're not as likely to end up with cardiovascular failure like heart failure because your blood vessels aren't being fried. Because when the vessels get fried, they, you go into what we call vessel failure because you don't get a peristaltic wave from your blood vessels in response to the shearing force of your heart. And uh, the heart failure then doesn't happen because your vessels aren't working. Your heart's trying to make up for the pump. So what I'm doing is providing information that if you use nutraceuticals in an artful, scientific way and measure these particular markers, which I can send test kits, I can prove to you I can reduce the complications of your diabetes, your vascular disease, your risk of stroke and heart attack, and the cause for underlying things like arrhythmias, like atrial fibrillation. Okay, so... Contact me if you need help. Dr. Bill Deagle at Hotmail.com. back to the Nutramedical Report. And, of course, what's amazing is uh, we provide the service. In most cases, totally free. You just have to email me, drbilldeagle, D-R-Bill, D-E-A-G-L-E, at hotmail.com. I'll tell you what nutraceuticals to take. If you purchase even one product and give a time window, I will call you back. Uh, get several time windows because sometimes I'm very busy. Usually I do the show from uh, 2 to 5 Central Time, 3 to 6 Eastern, so the calls are usually after the show. And uh, if you email me, I'll try to email you back on the same day or the next by the next day. And I have a bunch more emails to do, but I got a bunch done this morning of people who were urgently calling. Um, by the way, I do answer emails seven days a week. Usually, the only day I take off is I take off. Uh, oh, I have. Uh, looks like I have uh, a question. I'm not sure if he's a, a new one. Uh, Brian in Toronto, go right ahead. Uh, Brian in Toronto, I guess you have a question. Go ahead. So, um, it's Brian. Uh, anyways, um, it just I'm looking at the world politics that's going going on, and I, I have a funny feeling there's a major real estate deal going down for North Korea. It's no, going to no, be well, by, by real estate, you mean buying North Korea, or <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, no, I think uh, you know, like the Louisiana Purchase and the Purchase of Alaska. You know, there's been big pieces of property change hands before in history, and uh, oh, no, no, nothing surprises me. But you remember, the powers that be are rearranging the deck chairs. Uh, North Korea is just a proxy. I call it the bad dog of China. I mean, well, China, I think I'll be honest with you. I think it's going to be within two or three weeks. We're going to see a deal. Um, okay, I well, no, no, who, who are the dealers though? Uh, what, Mr. What, what, Trump what, what, Mr. and Trump well. China. And North Korea has so much rare earth minerals that are undeveloped. Mr. Putin has already stated that he wanted to run a pipeline down through uh, North Korea into South Korea and then off over to Japan to supply them with natural gas. Uh, There's too much money here in the world for this guy to be sitting on that much land that, you know, when you look at a, 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 a... what source of articles did you uh, did you read, Brian? Well, that actually um, get? I can't remember. There's 
because I read so many, and it was basically a year and a half ago that I was reading about the various pipelines that were going to be coming out, supplying China, that he wanted to supply uh, into Turkey um, a pipeline, which is the south um, through the, was it the Caspian Sea? No. Okay. Well, what, 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 what rare earth minerals are, particularly in North Korea? That, well, example, I don't know how many rare earth minerals, but I heard, uh, I heard a report the other day that had pegged the value between $1 and $2 trillion worth. Okay, we have to know what minerals they are. I'll give you an example. I know about Afghanistan. Did you right. know that the largest amount of lithium on the planet is in Afghanistan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah, and everything is lithium batteries. I mean, recyclable batteries. And the best batteries, by the way, we found a supplier. We had a company that we promoted some years ago here in Genesis that had refurbished uh, the uh, Edison battery, which is a nickel-hydrogen oh, battery. I agree with you 100%, because I was yeah. looking for them for years. No, well, now we've got a supplier. I talked to, actually, uh, to Vince Vanelli, who's on the show. He'll be back on Thursday in the thir- second hour. Okay. And Vince has found a supplier in China, but it, you, know, you have to give them a, you know, a money order, and then they supply it. And, he, and once in a while you get a dead battery, but they're relatively inexpensive. The ideal system for power generation would be what's called solar hydrogen, but the solar hydrogen company in Northern California is not making it for, for, for homes or even small communities. They're making it for kind of big service people. Just like right. my my niece, for example, designed the power system to convert power for backup companies to smooth out the power curve by storing power as compressed air. So you can store four or 500 kilowatts as a compressed air chamber underground. Now, the problem I see is the powers that be don't want people to have private energy generation. They don't want people to have solar uh, hydrogen power generation on islands or in their homes or communities. They want them dependent on the main power grid even though the grid is going to be more and more fragile because we have a number of things. Earth changes, and by the way, it's not just climate change. I get a kick of these idiots that say climate change is occurring because we're going through galactic solar, whether it's interlocked with the Earth. We have gravity waves coming in from this Death Star that's, that's flying in into the outer or, or cloud, and the gravity waves are driving changes in the solar output of, of uh, cosmic rays as well as high-energy ultraviolet light. And the gravity waves are actually releasing ringwoodite to release uh, nascent oxygen and hydrogen to, to release water deep in the mantle of the Earth that drives all earthquakes and volcanoes, according to Dr. Steve Jacobson from Northwest University, are driven by water. So all the volcanoes that you see active, including the seamount off of, uh, of Italy, Mount Vesuvius, the large caldera in Yellowstone that are all driven literally by nascent water in the mantle released by gravity waves, period. Alignment of planets which can cause gravity wave lensing or the passage of a large comet or dwarf star, depending on how far they are and how this one here is a dwarf star, about 20% of the size of the mass of the sun, but the 200 times the magnetic flux field of the sun in deep space with large objects the size of of, uh, Neptune and Uranus orbiting around it. And this uh, dwarf star, of course, to the constellation of uh, NASA, start releasing information after five years of being in mouthballs to upgrade the Atacama large millimeter array. And you can check it out yourself. But the fact is we're moving toward a time where, you know, these projects are very real. The United Nations, ICLE, and the resilient cities plans to have the American population reduced to 65 million by 2025. That's eight years from now. Actually, less than that. Now it's seven years from now. Um, because they're going to have 12 super large 5 million population cities with pie, but this is what their plans are how crazy it is but this is what their plans are that all the rural and coastal populations will be gone now I don't know what catastrophic events they plan 
But when you see the superstorm strike in the United States and you see Northern California having giant fires, today, you know how hot it is where I am in North County, San Diego? It's around 100 degrees. This is the fall. It's hotter than a normal summer. And Los Angeles, which is north of us by an hour and a half, it's over 100 degrees. That's not normal. This is right on the coast. No, okay? that's not normal for all of us. Not, not, not normal. Not only that, you have to understand, when you put nanoparticles in the upper atmosphere, you can steer the air as a plasma, and you can trigger off using gravity waves and using uh, Tesla-activated uh, you know, beams. You can actually trigger off fires. Some of these trees burned up there were burned from the inside out. They weren't burned from the outside in. Now, what so about the bat- uh, Some people were saying that, that when they went to look at their houses that there was no bathtub. The bathtubs were gone. Now they could be an acrylic, but you know. Yeah, well, no. What, what, what happened? What happened is that they, they, there's there's a lot of anomalies about these fires. Firstly, there's been a blocking high out in the North Pacific Ocean that basically is blocking the radiation. When I talked to about five years ago, I talked to the scientists for uh, Senator Feinstein and Senator Wyden in Oregon. Uh, these scientists try to be smart alecks with me, but you know, as they say on the show, you can ask me a question in any area of science, medicine, geopolitics, finance, whatever, and I'm going to give you an answer or a framework to find the answer. And people basically are intellectually gutless. They won't ask me a tough question because they know I'm going to provide them an answer or a framework to find the answer. People don't want answers. They okay. don't want de- a deep uh, proposal, so go ahead and ask me a tough question. Well, I look, at, I look every day at, at suspicious observers. And that's the site that follows the sun. Okay, so one of my first things I do in the morning, I see what the sun is doing every day. It's just a routine I have, okay? And there was a paper brought down last week that he asked everybody to shop around and get it into the right physicist's hands and the climatologist's hands. And what they were saying is they were monitoring the solar wind and the solar output, okay? Like, not quite flares, but releases. Right. And he says, when you get one of these events, because we've been in a fairly strong solar storm for a little bit during, right. you know, early September, he says six cyclones, which are hurricanes in the Pacific, six cyclones were formed at the same time, three hurricanes were formed up at the same time, right. and they're, what their pretension is, is that they're taking the magnetic field, and the magnetic field has to ground. And it, water is a very poor source to ground to. And he says it likes to ground better on land. So all these got fired up in the exact same time, and they're looking you know, back. Who, who, who's prepared proposing this? Because I can tell you the uh, science this, behind I, it. I'll be honest with you. I, I, if you go to the suspicious observers about okay, well, four days yeah, they, ago, they, 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 they have the paper on so it. That, yeah, that doesn't sound, it sounds like sloppy science. Let me explain. There's five layers to the Van Allen radiation belt. Right. The lowest of two layers are the are the uh, ionospheric layer and the lithospheric layer. What they've done is they've weaponized the uh, ionospheric layer by putting nanoparticle, thorium, strontium, barium, aluminum. And now they can steer storms to the storm cells using harmonic resonators in low-Earth orbit satellites. Not just HARP, but HARP-based systems in near-Earth orbit. And... Yeah, and these lower orbit satellites can steer the storm cells, break them up, bring them, create a pinwheel, a transdimensional pinwheel that can actually pull the storm cells together and steer them around like a joystick. That's what's going on. This is a direct attack against the United States. It's not a, yeah, it's a direct attack, okay? People have to understand that. We could disperse them with what's called plasma positron beams, that's positively charged electrons that'll break up the storm cells, but we don't. And the fact that Trump doesn't stop these doesn't indicate he doesn't understand the deep state and what they're doing. That's what's going on. 
Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to Hour 3 of the Nutramedical Report for Tuesday. It is the 24th of October, and we have Dr. Bob Teal here, one of my uh, spiritual cohorts trying to fight the battle against the powers of darkness. And, of course, he's one of the senior leaders of the Continuing Church of God, that's ccog.org, ccog.org. And, of course, his main publishing website is cogwriter, c-o-g-w-r-i-t-e-r dot com, I think it is, isn't it, dot com? Yes, that, that's correct. So, and then you have a few articles and topics to t- touch on today, and I think we have you on next week as well on a Monday on the third hour because we have some things coming up with the current Pope. And so uh, a number. Have, yeah, next Thursday on the third hour. Oh, Thursday, I mean, Thursday, yeah. yeah Thursday, so sorry. We're already getting people confused on that because in the yeah, next, Thursday. next Thursday yeah. we'll talk about the Reformation and what's right. going on Tuesday, next Tuesday, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So today we have a couple topics. Let's get started. What are the two topics we're going to cover today? Well, first thing I want to go over has to do with um, a message that uh, Pope Francis gave yesterday. Ah. And because this this will tie in ultimately with what's going to go on next week. Right. Uh, In in addition to that, I want to go over uh, something some crazy scientists have. Now, as far as when I say crazy scientists, let me make it clear. These are well-respected scientists by the mainstream. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. The, the, their, their craziness is basically that they uh, ignore scripture. Uh, the right. So they don't think that's the problem. And they've got an issue with the fact that creation actually exists. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll probably get that. In other words, the scientists are aggravated by the fact that creation exists, and their mathematical and scientific models can't explain it, is what you're saying. That's exactly correct. And we'll, we'll get to that later. But, yeah, uh-huh. that is exactly the case. They are perplexed that their brilliance, uh, according to their brilliance, is the universe does not exist. And, yeah, yeah. therefore, um, That's funny. they can't conceive that they perhaps are not so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what I, you know what I, I call it the bug theory. You know what the bug theory is? The bug theory is if you're if you're a beetle or a bug and you continue to hit a window pane and you can't get through the window pane with your outside or inside, it's because you don't believe in glass. <laughs> and, and the fact that your belief system doesn't alter reality, the fact right. that creation exists indicates that there's a creator God. The, right. the scientific models of evolution I call evil you evolution. Uh, there is no scientific basis for random creation of new life forms. There isn't. Or even punctuated recreation without the hand of God. You're correct. Anyway, we will get to that in a little bit. The first one is a little to do with uh, Pope, uh, comments from, from Pope Francis yesterday. These are reported by Zenit.org. Zenit.org, for your listeners, you're not familiar with it. It's a pro-Vatican uh, news agency. And right. I'm going to tie some of this into the Antichrist. So, if you find that strange. Yeah. First, let me read the part that sounds. Well, let's just let me just read from the Zenit article. This right. is what the Pope said. Yeah, Zenit. Uh, how do you spell that? Zenit. Z e n i t. Yeah. Dot org. Yeah. Z e n i t. Dot org. Yeah. And here's uh, what he said in his uh, mass, Catholic mass yesterday morning. An idolatry that kills, rather than engages in human sacrifices. Uh, was, was part of what Pope said. He said to lament rampant consumerism and attachment to money. And uh-huh. then he says, hungry children they don't have many medicines, they don't have education, they are abandoned. He says, this idolatry makes many people die of hunger, repeated Francis. Right. And then he says, we think of just one case. Of the 200,000 Rohingya children in refugee camps, there are 800,000 people there, of which 200,000 are children. They scarcely have anything to eat. They're malnourished without medicines. Lamented uh, Francis is going to go to Myanmar uh, about a month from now and then Bangladesh. Then he says, our prayer must be strong. Lord, please touch the heart of these people that adore the God, the God of money. It also touches my heart that I won't fall into that, that I may be able to see. This is what Pope Francis told everybody to, to pray. Right. And then, uh, then it continues with, Attachment to the God of money also causes war, even within the family, noted the Pope. We all know what happens when inheritance is at stake, family split, and in hatred. And I right. have seen, now that last part is correct, I've seen weird things happen when people have an inheritance at stake. But his bigger point is the fact that he says, uh, Our prayer must be strong. Lord, please touch the heart of these people that adore the God, the God of money. So apparently he believes that somebody who has the ability to help these 800,000 people in Rohingya make sure that 200,000 of the children have food and all that. Well, where's my place of these children, by the way? What's the name of the place, Mason? Uh, Myanmar. Uh, used to be called Burma. Burma, yeah, Myanmar, yeah. yeah. yeah Which Myanmar, basically... Myanmar, yeah. 
yeah, it used to be Burma or Myanmar, which is a place where there's some pretty poor areas. It's actually uh, uh, well, this is this is on the this is on the, bo- the border areas, if I recall correctly. This is a minority, and it's uh, uh, throughout the uh, say the last several decades, uh, there have actually been Church of God people in Myanmar, and they mostly come from the non-Burmese population. And I've I've heard horror stories for years. Okay, now it's actually finally starting to make the national news. But anyway, the Pope says, "Look, uh, there's a big problem here. Those who have money should pray that uh, you know those who have such money should you know pray to God that He will uh, basically have them solve the problem." And it reminded me of a scripture in Revelation 13, verse 11. Now I've quoted this before, and when I read it, you'll know this because you've heard this a zillion times. It says, Then I saw another beast come out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like the dragon. Right. Now, we believe, uh, we, the continuing Church of God, believe this is a reference to the Antichrist. Uh, Now, what has this got to do with this? Well, you know, when people hear the Pope going out and saying, you know, you have to have to deal with this uh, money situation, uh, it sounds good. As a matter of fact, back in February of this year, he did a video uh, related to refugees, and he said, Don't abandon them. Uh, and these who are afflicted, especially the poor, the refugees, and the marginalized. And then he says, we live in towns that build towers, commercial centers, engaged in real estate business, but leave a part of themselves on the margin, on the peripheries. So he's essentially blaming uh, free enterprise uh, business owners for the fact that there are, there are poor people. I think his background is that uh, Pro Francis, though, is a communist. We know that. He's also a Satanist. And he doesn't believe in a personal relationship with God, which is kind of strange because the Vatican has got resources of hundreds of billions of dollars worldwide, but I don't see them dissolving those and paying for food or shelter or whatever or other means of protection for the poor and the destitute. I mean, this is pretty pretty corrupt behavior, isn't it? Well, it's... It's somewhat hypocritical. It's, it's not. I want to make it clear. Okay, I, I, I was raised Roman Catholic, and I'm not going to say that they don't. There's, there are no Catholic charities. There's all kinds of Catholic charities, etc. Oh yeah. But, but in terms of attachment to to to, to money, um, I, I'm going to read a response from uh, from Catholic Answers on that later. But I want before I get to it, I want to read some more comments from this particular pope. Right. And he had declared a jubilee year that was supposed to end in November of 2016. All right? And here's something he said about it in February of 2016. He says, if the jubilee does not come out of your pocket, it's not a true jubilee, you understand? Now, get this. He's the one who called for this jubilee. He's from the Vatican, okay? Right. And the Vatican, I've been there. I don't know. Have you ever been there? Bill, I don't know if you've been there or not. No, no, I haven't been there, but I... Yeah, I've been I've been over to Europe though, and I've been to Milano, but not down to Rome. But I can tell you that Italy is a very wealthy place. I mean, when you look at the ancient architecture and stuff, these people are not poor. I mean, the upper echelons of the Vatican and the church and the lands they own and the buildings and whatever is crazy. Well, I've been you know I've been to Vatican City <coughs> seven, eight, nine times. I don't know how many times for sure. Right. Uh, and considering its small population. I want to read something else the Pope said related to the Jubilee thing. I guess I'll wait till we come back on the other side of the break as I hear your music starting to come yeah, out. Yeah, we're, we're, we've been bumped by the bumper, as they say. <laughs> All right, well, we'll quote the Pope and go into some scriptures. 
Yeah, and then, well, as I said, the most important thing is that we present the evidence and we ask better questions. Isn't that amazing? Back in a moment with Dr. Bob Thiel. Cogwriter.com and CCOG.org. So, Dr. Bob, we have a list of things that you were thinking about right before the break. Uh, let's uh, start rolling. All right. Well, I'm going to go through some more things that the, 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 the Pope said. Uh, for your listeners who just came in, uh, the Pope commented that uh, people have a love of money, idolatry. They should be. They should open up their pocketbooks. They should give give more of it because there's hungry people in Myanmar and refugee camps and other places. And I want to read a, another quote from him. It says, if I'm not mistaken, more or less. I'm not certain the figures, but about 80% of humanity's wealth is in the hands of about 20% of the population. And he feels that this stuff should be given there to, to other people. Well, right. if you look at Vatican City, now I have, again, as I said, I've been there eight or ten times. They're really small. There's not that many people there. They definitely have their, uh, they have more than their 80% share for 20% of the population, let me tell you that. Yeah, in other okay. words, uh, in other words, uh, they're called, the, as the old saying is, they're the pot calling the kettle black. How's that? That's, that's, that's one way in order to, to, to look at it. Yes, I would, I would say that was it. Yeah, in other words, and, they're stating the obvious that everybody should give out of their heart to try to help people a little less. But for the Vatican to say it's like, it's kind of disingenuous, isn't it? Well, it seems to, especially you know, when he became Pope. Before he was a cardinal, he was a Cardinal Jorge Mario uh, Barroso. And he said, right after he became Pope, within a couple of days, oh, how I would like like a poor church and for the poor. So he, he, he wanted a poor church and he wanted to be for the poor. Okay, that's what he said. And he said, actually then, uh, he said later that the reason he named himself Francis was after Francis Sissy. It was because of his love for the poor. And he says, how many poor people are still in the world and what great suffering they have to endure? Because of the example of uh, Francis de Sissi, the church has, has, to, has taken care of everybody, more or less, even though, but it doesn't happen. But, you know, in the U.S., we've got this expression, put your money where your mouth is. And before going further on that line, I want to read something that I ran across, uh, and that was, this is the question and answer at Ask a Catholic. Okay. Right. It says, I'm wondering why the Catholic Church has such a large amount of wealth as can be seen in the beautiful buildings and costly objects in them when Jesus clearly encourages us to sell all of our possessions, give the poor. Okay, that's the question. Now, here's the answer from askacatholic.com. First of all, because the historical riches it has going back to 33 AD are priceless and preserved for all Christendom. Well, you know, they claim that Peter founded uh, the Church of Rome, even though Catholic scholars actually say that wasn't the case. Right. Peter, in Acts chapter 3, verse 6, when a a poor person looked at him, said, Silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Right. So if the Church of Rome actually has, you know, some document that Peter wrote in 33 A.D. or something, uh, I can understand they wouldn't want to sell that. And I'm not, I don't begrudge 
keeping historical artifacts. I, I, okay, but we're talking more than that. We're, we're talking about things actually kind of gold and silver uh, and with jewels and such. And to say that they are priceless and preserved for all Christendom, uh, you know, Jesus said, "Why do you call me Lord, Lord? Not do the things I say." <laughs> uh, you, well, you just simply don't see it. The, uh, the early Christian church trying to accumulate any wealth. Well, it's not just the wealth; it's the accumulations of the means for wealth. For example, people may not know this, but the earth and the religious systems of the earth are tied to the globalist are tied to the ancient pre-Christian religions and even pre-Israeli religions of the Druids. And the Vatican are plainly not Christian by any means whatsoever. When you look at the hat on the Pope's head, it actually is a fish hat that indicates it's the same God that the ancient Palestinians worship, Dagan. Okay, or let, the, let, me, let me interject there, by the way. Just yeah. this, this, yeah. this is for, for any Catholic listener thinking this is Catholic fashion. I challenge any Catholic who's ever been to St. <clears throat> Peter's Basilica in uh, Vatican City, you'll notice they have statues over there. And forget the idolatry side right now, but you'll notice the early bishops of Rome, claimed bishops of Rome or popes, not one of them has this fish hat you're talking about, all right? Right. Because they didn't adopt this until the 4th century after the time of Emperor Constantine. Right, and, exactly. Which was where the pagans took over the Catholic Church because... Uh, only 10% of the church after Constantine took over were the original, quote, Christians. And they were absorbed, and they even modified the so-called holy days after Constantine, who was a pagan emperor, took over the church. So this fish hat actually incorporated paganism over the Catholic church. So we're not Catholic batching. We want to clean up our act. And the Christians, whether they're originally Catholics or Mormons or whatever, we want them to get rid of their apostasy and get back to the original gospel, which is what the Canadian Church of God is trying to do, is return to the original gospel taught by Jesus that goes back to the original works that were given by God to Moses and the early prophets of the Old Testament, which unfortunately even the, the so-called Jewish religion right now is very apostate after 1,300 years in Babylon. So what we're dealing with is we're saying, Let's clean up our apostasy and return to the gospel. How's that? Yeah, with, 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 for example, like next week, one of the things we'll talk about when I'm on next week is this, uh, the Reformation situation. Now, we think the only way you know, Christian unity should truly happen is that people will actually go back to the original church teachings. As you said, right. teaching the truth about the gospel of the kingdom of God, teaching right. the truth, doctrine, etc. As far as the Jews go, you know, there were problems with the Jewish religion. And the right. reason I mention that is, you know, being raised Catholic, I, I know the basic argument, which is basically, look, you know, for the, the classic, Catholic claim is that the original church, therefore, since they're the original church, they're the faithful one and they're the right ones and she should do what they say. Well, Jesus had the same basic argument with the Jews. They're saying, right. okay, we, we have Moses and we have the Old Testament, okay, and we have the original religion and you talk to, to Catholic scholars, yes, they'll say, yeah, yeah, the Jews had the original religion. But if you read the New Testament, obviously uh, that original religion was tainted. It wasn't oh, yeah. that everything associated with Judaism was wrong. And I'm not going to say everything associated with Roman Catholicism is wrong. Exactly, okay. yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Catholics say get along with well and all that. But, right. but the Jews had the problem that they started to rely on uh, traditions and writings that were outside of... And rabbis, the rabbinical writings succeeded. Yeah, the rabbinical writings exceeded the value of the gospel of the Old Testament prophets and apostles and the Pentateuch, etc. 
Yeah. And even the, the commandments. So, the exactly. The traditions and writings exceeded the, the value of the words God gave, gave to his major minor prophets, if you want to call it. So anyway, so getting back to all this kind of stuff and with the financial <clears> side, uh, I believe that if the Pope is serious, that at some point in time he ought to uh, consider that they should sell some of the gold and silver and stuff they have. Again, I'm not telling them, I'm not suggesting, I mean, it's his words. He's the one telling people who have lots and lots of money, who have more than their fair share by his right, definition. But, but, they need to go let, out and give, give it to feed all let, these people let, in Myanmar. They have the money to do this. this well, let, let me insert something here that people will find a little shocking, but it's true. Uh, in 1293, the uh, then Pope kicked off the crown off the King of England because he wanted to indicate to him that his kingdom and all of the subject were actually owned by the Vatican. And people need to understand that the, the Fed Reserve System, which, by the way, we're part of, is still owned and controlled, just like the ancient Jesuits who controlled the financial systems under the Pope and all the kings of Europe. It still controls this financial system. People need to know that. So when they talk about money, they have control of the bankers that control the money as well. Welcome back, and uh, so Dr. Bob, you've got some really interesting stuff to tie this all together. Please continue. All right, well, I want to explain why I think that these calls from uh, the Pope are going to actually uh, tie in with the Antichrist, which Ooh. people think that's bizarre, but let me, let me first, I'm going to read a couple of biblical prophecies, and then I'm actually going to read some Catholic prophecies, by the way. The biblical prophecy would be Revelation 13, verse 16 to 17, it's talking about the Antichrist, causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, receives a mark on the right hand and foreheads that no one might buy or sell unless they've got the mark or the name of the beast and the number of his name. Right. And people have heard that. And if you, if you go in Revelation 18, it talks about Babylon the Great, dwelling place of demons, cage for every clean and unclean and hated bird, etc., etc. Well, when you go into Jeremiah, now I'm going to go to the Old Testament. There's a prophecy in Jeremiah 5, starting verse 27, talk about if the cage is full of birds, so, so their houses are full of deceit. They've grown rich, they've grown fat. Uh, the cause, they don't plead the cause, the cause is fatherless, yet they prosper. And the right of the needy, they don't defend. So I'll not punish them for these things. Now, of course, they, well, they're defending them. But they're yeah. not really doing it. Okay? And it says, An astonishing, horrible things have been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power. And people love to have it so. Right. So what will happen in the end? It's kind of a warning about the end time. Now, I mentioned I was going to read some Catholic prophecies. Now, here's one from a Catholic saint, uh, MacTilda, who died in 1299. Antichrist will, through base and false stratagem, and with presence of gold and gems, attain influence over the worldly princes. They will look up to him as their Lord and God. Well, what will happen if the Vatican decides to, let's say they get rid of a quarter of the wealth that they have there, of gold right. and gems? Well, you know what? They're going to be really popular with the world media. They could become very popular in Africa, Asia, and the uh, poor parts of the world. Or what if the European Union really does start to fall apart financially? The Vatican may just be what they'll need to prop them up, because the Vatican has assets, right. tremendous assets. Well, here's another one. 
This is from one of their saints called Ephraim, who died in 375. And he said, this again, these are translations in English by Catholic priests, basically. Okay, Antichrist will use worldly goods as bait. He'll entice many Christians with money and goods to apostatize. The devil will help him find all the hidden treasures of the world, even those in the bottom of the ocean. With those treasures, he'll attain greater success for the reign of Satan than any other time in the past century. Wow. Again, this is from Catholic prophecy. Right. And the last one, I'm going to actually mention a Catholic saint people have actually heard of. The right. other two, maybe they're not familiar with, but this next one, if you were raised Roman Catholic, and even if you weren't, you may have heard of him. Right. This is uh, their saint and doctor of their church called Jerome. Now, Jerome oh, yes, is the yeah, one exactly. that's Latin Vulgate. He's the one that translated the Bible into Latin, okay? And he died around 420. And he said, <clears throat> Antichrist wow. will gain support with many gifts and money. He will sell himself to the devil. Whoa. And, and the Bible says that uh, the, the beast, the other beast, the king of North Beast, is going to accumulate lots of gold and silver and precious stones. You can read about that in Daniel chapter 11, verses 38 and 43. Right. And we also can go in Revelation 17, verse 4, where you hear about a seven-hilled, seven-mountain power that's going to have gold, precious stones, and pearls. Well, I've been, <laughs> been there, and they have those things. And right. so I suspect that what's going to happen is the Pope has been saying this for a long time. People have got to notice this hypocrisy. Okay, I'm not the only one who knows Pope Francis keeps telling people to spend money and give it all to the poor, and he hasn't done it. Okay, he's, he's got control over the Vatican finances and their wealth, and he's been doing it. But if he doesn't do it, let's say the next guy is the final Antichrist, and he certainly may will, will give stuff out. Now, I will comment here. Uh, for those who sound like this is Catholic bashing as well, I have dozens of books on Catholic prophecies, which I have read. And if anybody has read them, they would find out that according to Catholic prophecies, many Catholic writers, saints, prophets, venerable ones, have claimed that the final Antichrist will be a bishop of Rome or a priest of Rome or a cardinal of Rome or something like that. This is not uh, something... Right, yeah. In fact, if you just selectively take only Catholic saints and prophets over the last 2,000 years, you don't even need to go outside to the Catholic ones to actually finger. In fact, remember this uh, bishop from Ireland that went and, and actually Malachi. named the Malachi. Yeah? And Malachi actually named the lineal sequence, and it's so dang accurate, it's like it's, it makes the hair stand on the back of your neck. It's like, uh oh. So he obviously was tapped in somehow spiritually to see this, and right. it would be it would be God would be even speak to people who are inside the Catholic Church because remember there are Christians in the Catholic Church you know God is long suffering, right. there's Christians in the Catholic Church people have to understand even though they're in great apostasy just like there's apostate churches they're, they're have filthy rags on them they're still Christians in those God churches will, God will judge who the Christians who the real Christians are exactly yeah, yeah. but exactly. as far as this goes the reality is you're talking about the Malachi prophecy the, right. Mal- the last one essentially says that the last guy is basically the Antichrist and um, I wasn't going to mention it but I have a book called The Last Pope, and we've got uh, Francis on the cover. Now, I don't think Francis is going to be the last pope, and I've never said he was. But but according to Catholic prophecy, that Malachi list, it's supposed to be him. Well, let let me throw something on. I want to get your response before we forget this. It's really important to understand that 
when you have a convergence of newsletters like Gerald Salente's and Mark Weiss has been predicting all these cycles, mm-hmm. all of these financial experts are saying that next year, 2018, there's going to be a massive financial collapse. Now, if America gets a cold, the rest of the world is going to have a cardiac arrest. So if the Vatican is going to sell off their wealth, next year is going to be the year. Because next year, the world, the world is going to crash like 1929. I don't know when the big crash may come, but I do know that we are, we are setting ourselves up for one. Uh, no, no, I'm telling you, the, it's a series, of, a series of Jenga sticks. The first crash, and crash is, I'm talking about plural, the first big crash is next year before the 2018 midterm elections. And that's, we that's not a... See that. We that's going to happen. All the financial experts are predicting it. And I can tell you, since October 1, I've been having some really ugly dreams. And these are recurring ones from different perspectives. And when the spiritual things, when you're praying, and again, I want Christians out there to pray on this, when you're praying and your, your financial experts are telling you the same thing that the Spirit's telling you, and you look at the Bible prophecy and look at your books about the final pope, you got to say the Pope is saying this because next year when all hell breaks loose, there's going to be all, millions of people are going to starve to death unless the Pope hands over a whole lot of the wealth of the Vatican. And guess what? He's going to get so popular by even dissolving a tenth of its wealth, it's going to be mind-boggling. Did you know that the Pope has a number one? You think Trump has a big tweet audience? He's got like 145 in his tweet and Facebook, whatever. The Vatican, this Pope Francis, is orders of magnitude way more popular than, than Donald Trump or any other world leader. The Pope is the most popular person in modern history right today. Today. He, 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 yeah, I haven't looked up his Q his, rating or whatever. His number numbers are freaking ridiculous. He's got like... No, he, he, he's, certainly, he's certainly popular, although, uh, and you said this to, to me on the break, and I'll just bring it up, and that is there are Catholic cardinals and others who've wondered if this guy is faithful to the Catholic Church and is not... Uh, Oh, they know he isn't. I mean, right. I can tell you, having contact with the Catholics, he, this guy they know is an anti-pope. I mean, uh, give an example, and this is a medical fact. Only one person, woman in ten, with a positive PCR test for Zika virus is going to have a child with a birth defect or die of brain damage or get blindness. But the Pope already gives an absolution that if you have an abortion because they have a PCR positive test, even if the child doesn't have an ultrasound abnormality, you already have an absolution against doing an abortion. That's pretty dang obscene. So you don't have to have an abnormal ultrasound or anything else. Just a PCR test, and the, don't worry, the Vatican's already give you an advanced absolution against the sin of abortion. That well, is a good example of just how bad this guy is. Well, on that, though, this will go back to historical issues. We were in uh, the Netherlands last year for the Feast of Tabernacles, and we had a, what is called a free walking tour, and they were explaining that... Uh, Sailors would get indulgences so they could spend time with prostitutes. So they didn't oh, no. To go, so they didn't have to go to confession on the, when they're running back to their ships. They could do it, do it beforehand. And that's oh, where no. the money oh, no. building churches in Amsterdam years ago. Oh, yeah. And the church wow. got rid of that, but they still do other things, as you indicated, which is not proper. Yeah, and exactly. We'll see what we can cover in the next <laughs> yeah. segment. Amazing. That's really history. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Why? My Christian brothers and sisters in the Catholic Church to kind of interact. I think there's a lot of bishops and cardinals who say they're freaked out. A lot of them don't know what to do next. I mean, they really have a problem with the the literally a bunch of cardinals because you have to understand what's going on in a lot of churches, including a lot of the big mega churches in America. 
is so disgustingly apostate. For example, abortion shouldn't exist in a nation that says 78% of people in the country in America are Christians. They claim that on their voter cards. I'm a Christian. They claim it, but they don't act it. They don't yeah, let, it. let me tell you, when they get to the gate of heaven and they're seeing you know, the old story about St. Peter, no, they don't see St. Peter. But when they get to the gate of heaven and they see Yeshua Jesus, there's a trap door for them not a, not a walk in through the gate. <laughs> and well, of course... It, well, you know that's not how it's going to go. But the rea- yeah, I know. I'm just being sarcastic. Here. Kind of stuff. But the reality yeah. is, your 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 basic point, which is, if the nation was Christian, we would not allow abortion, is 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 correct. Right. But what's amazing to me is God actually sends almost like a judgment. We've got this apostate pseudo religion, Islam, tied down to globalism. And they're more pro-life than most Christians. Sorry, and believe it or not, Catholics are far more pro-life than the average Protestant people. I found this out the hard way. It was yeah, disgusting. More, pro- more pro-life Jesus than Protestants. But yeah, yeah. Even though, yeah. even though you know, some Protestants have allowed abortion throughout history, but that's another matter. But right. anyway, just to wrap up of what we were, our first subject, so we can try to get to the second subject. Yeah, for yeah. Go day, ahead. Yeah. Is that basically look? Pope Francis, for years, keeps saying. People who have money should spend it. His poor, his church should be poor, and for right. the poor, okay, right. they have the money to solve some of these issues. They haven't done it yet. I suspect if there's a massive economic crisis, whether it's 2018 or 2019 or later, uh, the, the Vatican is going to decide they're going to use their wealth, pledge their wealth, or do something to help to do something, which I think will you know, enable the rise of the final Antichrist, or at least support the final Antichrist. And again, that is consistent with Roman Catholic prophecies. Okay, so that's, and it's also consistent with Scripture. Anyway, the other subject we were going to talk about is kind of a silly one, in a sense, and that is that uh, the current scientists have said that uh, the universe should not exist. And we started to talk about this at the beginning of the segment, and basically, and I'll try to simplify this, and you, 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 you know about this, and that is they say that the way they understand how the universe is put together, now that's the first law. The way they understand, they don't believe Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. So, right. <laughs> but the way they understand it, uh, antimatter and matter should have been made at the same time, and therefore there should be basically equal amounts of matter and antimatter. And therefore they would cancel itself out, and it would be all gone, they will annihilate each other, and it shouldn't, should not exist. And, of course, it does exist. You know, the universe does exist, or we wouldn't be here. But uh, there's a, a scripture, and I've read this one before. This is talking about the last times. This is from Second uh, Timothy 3. Uh, I'm going to read verse 7 from the old King James Version of the Bible. Right. It says, They're ever, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, I'm certain that these current scientists, this is over in Europe, by the way, these are the same people that have the Large Hadron Collider and all that stuff. I believe that they are intelligent people. Uh, they collect data, and they look at data, and they, they know all kinds of stuff about uh, particles that I don't know much even, but I don't know much about. Okay, I'm sure they're brilliant in certain respects. Well, to some extent. I, I've actually changed the term intelligent to intelligent, J-U-N-K. Okay, well, then they do have... Inte- they, and they do they, have they, they're not intelligent, because a real intelligent person realizes if your theory can't explain things, for example, 
None of these scientists can explain matter antimatter. They can't explain the punctuated recreation that the hand of God creates mankind and all the other living things on the planet. And they certainly can't have by spontaneous, uh, you know, mutations to create new oh, life forms. Yeah, life could not possibly just start. Yeah, you know, like a butterfly yeah, with the with the imprintation on its wing of a leaf that happens to sit on the plant. Come on now, really. You know, it, 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 it is the fingerprints of God all over every living thing. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, it's it's so ridiculous that a couple of years ago, and I think you, I may have mentioned this on your show, they were actually trying to claim that life came from Mars or from outer space because there's no way it could have evolved any and started on the Earth. Okay. Well, the problem is that's still true. There was no way their explanation works. It still doesn't work. And you know, it also reminds me of something that Paul wrote Timothy. He said, "Timothy, keep what's committed to your trust." This is from First Timothy six twenty and twenty one. Uh, avoid profane and vain babbling. Vain babbling. Okay, vain means that they're vanity. They don't know what they're talking about. And here's the next part. And oppositions of science falsely so-called. Now, you and I believe in science. But it's right. real science. Okay? Yeah. But when they're trying to tell us that, you know, the universe just popped up, and I'm sure they all this antimatter and got rid of it, and that didn't Oh, work. yeah. Then it's like Stephen Hawking. Who, popped up. It's, yeah, it's like Stephen Hawking who discovered, uh, you know, black holes, but the guy is a moron because he can't explain things. And he makes statements off the cuff just because he happens to have ALS in a wheelchair. He's somehow considered to be brilliant and the final answer to things, and he's not. You know, well, by the way, he said he's wrong on the black holes, by the way. I don't know if you've read that. But you yeah. too, we came out and kind of backed off on that one. Right. But, but, the, but the point, the, the point remains, and that is that uh, they act like they have answers that they don't because it contradicts their view. Now, right. I remember when I took uh, geometry, and they teach you something called proofs. Okay? Right. And the teacher said, okay, to prove something is correct, you've got to go through all this process. But then he said something the effect. Now, to prove something wrong, all you got to do is find one thing wrong with it. What is, the, you know, is, it, is it possible? If it's not possible, it couldn't have happened. Okay? Right. Which means their theory, therefore, that antimatter and matter was created at the same time <clears throat> with equal amounts is obviously false. Because <laughs> there would be well, I, I saw a calculation by someone who talked about the spontaneous generation of one cell, of one primitive cell. And the spontaneous generation of one cell would require 10 to the power of, I think, 10,675 times the known universe of 460 quadrillion galaxies to create one cell through 15 trillion years. Well, except it's worse than that. And yeah. you've probably heard me say that. And we're talking about multiples of the actual known universe. But yeah. Okay, let's give yeah. them the cell, okay? Here, right. Here's why we have to give them the cell, because they're going to say there's all these planets and all this kind of stuff. We're going to give them their cell, okay? And I'm going to give them one more thing that would not happen. Right. I'm going to let it be alive, okay, which wouldn't happen without God, but we'll give them that. What will happen? It will die. <laughs> why right. would it die? Because this cell didn't have a nucleus or a brain. It didn't have the DNA to tell it to go and eat. And if it went to eat, guess what it would do? It would die because it didn't know it had to have a digestive system in order to utilize it, so it would die. And then what would happen if all it had all that? It would still die because how would a single cell without God know it needed to reproduce? Why would it care? Okay, if it could even have caring. Okay, so the whole theory. Yeah, in other words, the survival, the survival instinct imprinted even in primitive life forms is what you're saying. It's, 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 the, the, it's not possible that it could. Their idea that there was some warm goo someplace, that somehow this water moving back and forth, this liquid became something became alive, and then somehow it accidentally ate, digested things, and learned how to reproduce. 
And then because it did that, uh, well, it was guided I, 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 by some I, instinct to to become better. It's, it's, it's absurd. Oh, it's this fits in. It fits in with also the same Pope pushing the alien gospel, which is that alien life forms recreate us from a lower life form. So that's what that twist they want to do is to say they would believe in a version of alien induced, or, you know, spread. We call it. Uh, uh, remember that theory that was out in the Middle Ages about panspermia. <clears throat> it's a form of uh, Vatican-induced panspermia with aliens already upgrading life forms on our planet by genetic engineering. But if you look at humans, for example, we have a different number of chromosomes, and our chromosomes are, are not central. They're eccentric chromosomes compared to all of the primates. And our chromosome number is different. So if you tried to create a human from, say, a lower life form, you'd kill it. And it certainly wouldn't reproduce or be more complex. We have a tiny fracture of the DNA, a fraction of the DNA, say, of a banana. But humans are more complex. You can't well, explain more complex, that. The scripture makes it clear. For example, um, you know, whales and dolphins have bigger brains than humans, and chimpanzees have similar sized brains, right? Well, the right. Bible says there's a spirit in man, and that spirit gives him understanding. This is a spirit that's not in animals, okay? Right. Uh, but they they ignore that. They're like, oh, we just evolved from this, and therefore, if, if if you take it down to their level, we're all just we're just a different animal, like all the rest of them, and uh, right. there's no purpose, there's no God, there's no anything. It's it's, it's they they've got this atheistic religion, right? Well, which see, leads to death. Right. It doesn't lead to anything. It does it doesn't lead to truth or logic? But they like to say that they're scientists, and those of us who actually believe the word of God and who are scientists are not. Yeah, well, I, I like to use the term that they're not scientists, they're scientistic. They look like scientists, but it's like aspartame. Tastes like sugar, ain't sugar. This isn't science, it is it? It's, it's caused terminal death of your intellect and death of your soul because it gives you a gospel. It's a man-made gospel. It's a, it's a human-created, you know, cybernetic gospel from their the, the dark side. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we're going to be back next Thursday. I appreciate your amazing discussion today, Dr. Bob. Yeah, there's some uh, some serious things going on. This month, we're going to have uh, a special on next week, by the way, on the 31st with Jonathan Gray. Also, the same day that the Pope's going to declare the end of the Protestant Reformation. Back tomorrow with Josh Bernstein and Jonathan Gray will be back, too. Your memory, your sleep, a catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.